This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, July 10th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. U.S. China talk again. Pets on the road for USMCA. Packer critics gear up for rule fight. And can budget talks get on track? U.S. and China resume trade talks. U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer and Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin spoke yesterday at a teleconference with Chinese Vice Premier Liu He and Minister Zhang Shen to continue efforts to resolve the outstanding trade disputes between the two countries, U.S. government official tells AgriPulse. Presidents Donald Trump and Xi Jinping met in Japan late last month and agreed to restart the talks that broke down in May. Trump agreed to put off plans to hit China with new tariffs, and Xi agreed that China would begin increasing purchases of U.S. ag commodities. The official didn't reveal details of what was discussed yesterday. He said both sides will continue these talks as appropriate. Pence promotes USMCA. Wheat issue surfaces. Vice President Mike Pence is in California Central Valley today to promote the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement in the home district of Democratic Representative T.J. Cox. Pence will take part in a panel discussion at an almond and grain farm south of Fresno. Meanwhile, on Capitol Hill, there's new pressure to address a wheat issue in the trade pact. Canada agreed to scrap a policy that automatically designates U.S. wheat at the lowest feed grade possible. But four senators say that isn't good enough. U.S. wheat still won't fit into classes that Canadians consider eligible for a premium class designation. North Dakota Senators Kevin Kramer and John Hoven, uh, Minnesota Senator Tina Smith, and Montana Senator Steve Daines say in a letter to the U.S. Trade Representative's office. They write, Our producers remain concerned that access to Canada's market will continue to be inhibited based on Canada's requirement that strictly limits the varieties of wheat that can be included in its premium classes. The senators say they want USTR to work with Canada to make policy changes if USMCA is ratified and implemented. Advocates of livestock regulation set for push. Groups that want Congress to make it easier to sue livestock and poultry processors over their contracting practices are gearing up to shape a new rule that USDA is preparing. Senator John Tester of Montana and Representative Marcy Kaptur of Ohio will be briefing congressional staff on the issue next week. And the Organization for Competitive Markets and Rural Advancement Foundation International USA will be announcing a drive to generate comments on the proposed rule once it's released. An issue is defining when a processor is giving, quote, undue preference to some producers over others. USDA released a rule shortly before Barack Obama left office, but the Trump administration scrapped it. Larry Mitchell, the administrator of the now-defunct Grain Inspection Packers and Stockyards Administration, when the last rule was developed, tells AgriPulse he wishes it had been more narrowly tailored to address the poultry industry. He says that's where producers have the biggest concerns with how they are treated by processors. Now, for more on the issue, plus a look at the prevented planting concerns, as well as how the trade war is taking a toll on California wineries, be sure and read this week's AgriPulse newsletter. It's hitting inboxes today. No progress on budget and debt as deadlines loom. 
We're still less than three months away from the new fiscal year, and there's been little sign of progress toward a deal to avert a government shutdown or automatic spending cuts. However, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin plan to discuss the issues today after talking for about 20 minutes yesterday, according to Pelosi's office. Senate Appropriations Chairman Richard Shelby of Alabama told reporters yesterday there has been talk of doing a year-long continuing resolution that would extend fiscal 19 spending levels through 2020. But Shelby said he doesn't think that makes sense because Congress would be right back where it is now in the middle of a presidential campaign. Efficiency boost offsets environmental impact. Genetic improvements over the past 70 years have led to an 89% increase in grain yields and a 73% increase in nitrogen use efficiency. That according to a new study by Purdue University scientists. As a result of the increase in nitrogen efficiency, less fertilizer is being lost into the environment. A pound of nitrogen can now produce 65 pounds of grain compared to 42 pounds previously, according to the study. Modern corn hybrids allow kernels to take much of their nitrogen from the plant stems rather than the leaves, and that improves photosynthesis and ultimately crop yields. Agronomist Tony Vine, who led the Purdue study, said there's been a plateau in nitrogen fertilizer rates applied to corn in the U.S. since the 1980s. He said that we're capturing more of the fertilizer we apply so that less is lost while more of the nitrogen captured by the plant is creating grain. FCC pressed to fix broadband maps. Lawmakers are keeping the heat on the Federal Communications Commission to improve its rural broadband. Iowa Senators Chuck Grassley and Joni Ernst sent a letter to the FCC yesterday saying the data drastically overstates broadband access throughout our state. It's not just in Iowa. An American Farm Bureau analysis in March indicates the rate of fixed broadband deployment is closer to 50 to 65 percent of the U.S. population and not the FCC's estimate of 92 percent. Accuracy of these maps is critical because it determines where federal broadband subsidies are spent. The FCC is expected next month to consider a plan that would require companies to provide more detail on where they offer service. Diet advisors lay out plans. The Dietary Guidelines Advisory Committee holds its second in a series of meetings starting today at USDA. The committee will lay out how it will use one of three scientific approaches to review the evidence for 40 scientific questions on nutrition and health. The 40 questions now posted online will be reviewed during the meeting. The DGAC will make recommendations to USDA and the FDA for writing the 2020 Dietary Guidelines for Americans, which will include the first time a section on healthy diets for newborns and infants. Here's today's He Said It. He's got a strong point that it's futile to do it unless we have the administration on board. That Senate Appropriations Richard Shelby of Alabama on why the Senate won't consider any fiscal 2020 spending bills until there is an agreement on how much to spend, even though FY20 starts October 1st. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, July 10th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.